I'm just thinking about everything we was talking about before we went live. It's hilarious. Jobber Nation. Nailing the coffin, Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. You're annoying. Welcome to another episode of the Jobber Tears Podcast. As always, I'm Janelle Femitra. Here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. We are back at it. Back on the East Coast time. It is still hard adjusting because I am still tired <laughs> from all the shenanigans from this past weekend. WrestleMania weekend has come and gone. WrestleMania 39, it is, whew, what what a time. Did you enjoy yourself during WrestleMania weekend? Um, Yeah, no, for the most part. You know, LA, I think it's just not my cup of tea, like Why as a that? city. Um, shout out that? to the Black Wrestling Podcast that was out there on the West Coast as well. Um, I don't know. I felt like everything was just spaced out. I, I didn't get that city feel. Like, no bullshit. Like every city has their their own problems of homelessness. Like it's just it's, every city does. Los Angeles County though, like bro, that's a different type of situation. Like niggas was outside of somebody like house sleep. Like I don't shout out to Vince Steele. That shit was wild. You, you um, know what's funny? So when I had so the Mattel building was by my hotel. Okay, yeah. So it was like walking distance. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking. First of all. City birds do not care. Yeah. No. Like, they, they, they have yo, no respect. Yo, a picture almost smacked Mikey in the face at Broadway Junction. He thought I was, like, he thought I was playing by walking slow. And, and I was like, see? You know, it was got smacked in your face. So, first things first, I was walking to go to the Mattel building. And I'm walking, do, 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 do. <laughs> and I turned the corner. Talk to Michael Bostic. <laughs> like, in the bus show, there's a random homeless guy to sleep sleeping on there. Yo, like you know when a bus you wait for the bus, they have yeah. like a little cover thing. Yeah. He was sleeping, and I was like, "Oh shit!" He was like, "Did I scare you?" I was like, "Yes, you did," <laughs> but but it's okay. And I walk kept them moving. Now, <laughs> city birds. There was there was these um these geese, right? Geese. Two geese. Sounds dangerous. Or gooses, whatever you want to call them. They were standing in the middle of the street. My Uber driver drives up to them. You think they would fly away or walk away? Nah, they nah he just stood there. The Uber driver had to drive around him. I would have backed and ran, and, um, ran over him. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, oh, that's yeah, killing get animals. Us. Yeah, that's, that's signs of a murderer. You yo, yo, the fuck out. yo, Earl, so- chicken and turkey and me. We're not doing this. Do not get your high horse about this now. I don't slaughter them, though. I'm not going to kill them. Yeah. Boy, I don't habits. have blood I'm, on my if, hands. If my intention is not to eat the, the, the goose, why am I running it over? Because yeah. you're in my way. No, technically speaking, we're in their, their way. Their way. This Who is told their you habitat. That? Who told you that? It's their habitat. Hippie, we, right? built, we built them over there. I shouldn't be talking because I'm part of the hippie community. No, I'm not running over a <laughs> goose. You know what? Goose will do nothing. Now, if it's like a, a possum, yeah, I'm running you over. Possums are the most disgusting creatures exactly. in the world. Exactly. So I run you over. A possum, yes. Possums can die. Yes. I don't give a fuck about you, possums. I don't possum. think killing them those. No, I think possums need to all die. Yeah. They're giant um, rats. Those that are watching on the live, we thank you so much for joining us. Once again, if you have not given Facebook your permission, which I understand, please write your name um, at the end of your comment. <laughs> but, um, but, okay, I guess we could start from, I guess, Thursday night um, where we had Wally Mania. So that was pretty dope. Um, shout out to everyone we had met, like that just walked up to us and said, "Hey, uh, finally met Alfred," which was uh, to me the dopest thing, like one of the dopest things of the weekend. Alfred's a whole ass like funny nigga. Yo, Who's I be trying to tell yo. So remember the nigga from Cali that we had on the show 
that says the most hot take shit in wrestling and everybody hates him. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know he's hot takes. He just says opinions. Okay, but, uh, see, th- but that's the point though. So meeting him, he was just like, he was like, yo, out of everybody, he's like, out of everybody. He's like, Shout yo, I definitely know Janelle from HR. So it it was so good to finally meet him and chop it up with him. And like, he's like, that as a fun like he does comedy like, like no no he's in no, LA. He's, a, he's a funny nigga he's a funny yeah. nigga so. so so like it 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 was a good time it was a good time meeting him but it was also like I think what you said it was also good to meet other so I'm gonna keep it a buck I I have to talk about this <laughs> so we get to so the first night was the first day I get there was the media media scrum mm-hmm. so it was me doing interviews and shit like that. So I get on my way to him. It's like, ain't going to be no black people here, son. <sighs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little tight. I'm a little tight. But I was like, I'm going to go here so I understand how to move. And then tomorrow, Janelle might come with me. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole point. You get one foot in the door, you bring the whole team with you. Yeah. That, that's what you do. Say it again. <laughs> you bring one foot in the door, you bring the whole team with uh, you. Oh, okay. So I get there. I get there, right? I, I walk in, media scrum. I'm just like, I get there early. Supposed to be there at 8. I get there like 730. That's smart. So I get there. There's this dude named um his name was Peter, I think his name was. Nice guy, little Hispanic cat, glasses and everything. He works, he 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 he, he writes for 401 wrestling. Okay, I know about that. So he's he's there, me and him chopping it up. I walk into the room, I see, oh Najee from Big Gold Belt. I said, okay. Oh, that's my guy right I said, there. Okay. I said, we getting black. Okay, my my nigga Najee. Najee came with his cousin. Yeah. Cousin doing the camera work. There's this other little black girl there. Her she name from, is Stephanie. She was from LA. Stephanie. That then I saw um So is she the Stephanie Hardy brother? No. No. She was another it was she another, was another that. Was that another I saw Stephanie. TK, TK from um Women's of Wrestling. Oh, she's fine. She TK is a very attractive woman. Shout out to Earl. So then <laughs> he can like he can't comment on that. <laughs> she's still fine. Was uh, I saw oh, him. Sure. I can't comment on that either. So Ooh. then so then I, I see that. Then I see a couple more black people. And I was like, oh, oh, the culture in here. You said that out loud? Yeah, he probably did. He probably did. It was a couple of cats in there. And it was like, then I saw Seahawk. He, she, he came with Suzette. And it was like, you didn't expect that from WWE at first, mm-hmm. like years ago. Mm-hmm. And ironically, their old PR person is now working for WWE, for AEW now. The guy who's been with WWE for 25 plus years is now with AEW, which is a good thing. So we'll talk about that later. But it was good, like, seeing people that look like us mm-hmm. doing the media stuff. And but it was the first time they also, did that. Also, like, credit to us. Because there was not that much of us back in the day, though. I can't even, I, I, I'm not even going to credit us. No, 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 no. Why don't you not, not us as a podcast, us as black people oh, in okay. general. You understand, like, but you know the real forefathers in the game, though. Who? Will Washington and Cam and who, Seahawk. Who is Will Washington? He works for he, he, he he's from Grab City, and um, he I've told this story before, but like, he was one of the first black dudes potting about wrestling. Oh, I, I him. Okay, I didn't know his name, nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's he's a lighter scat cat on the show. And he's one of the first. I don't first, never watch their videos. He's one of the first people's like black person to have like their own podcast. Wow. Am and I then, the only one that don't we know these forefathers? On um, yeah, I guess. Not, kind no. of on the podcast side. Then again, no, 
That's one of those stories. Yeah. <laughs> but what be talking to me? I swear, niggas walk right past me and talk to y'all. Well, well, that's a different conversation. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but <laughs> like him, Cam has been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. So like to see that, because when we first started, was it five years or six years ago? Right. It wasn't that many black pod- no. podcasts. That Everybody was kind of, I think, in the beginning phases of like wanting to like do something, but not knowing really how to do it. And, and that was just like podcasting, I think, in general. Like people was just getting hip to like, all right, camera, microphone action you know what yeah. i mean so i think it just take it's taking some time to Shout get to, to it. josiah yeah thank no you for having us on smart psychology podcast thank you so much for ha- showing us so much love out on the west coast it was so dope so then yeah thursday night was dope we had wally mania did, did, you, do, did you do roscoe's yeah oh no hold on we're gonna get through the days i'm gonna tell you we're gonna get through the days so thursday night was wally mania um met up with a lot of people caught up with a lot of people so it was really dope it's always a good vibe um and then Friday, Friday morning, yeah, right. um, was when I went with Wilkins and we did the media thing where we had Carmelo Hayes. You know, I talked to Roxanne Perez. Um, interviews coming soon. <laughs> where it was super dope. Um, just to like kind of just be in that space. Like I met Ariel Hawani, so that was pretty dope. Um, and just kind of like being amongst other media and being amongst other people who love what you love, like. At the end of the day, everybody that was in Los Angeles, California this weekend all love the same fucking thing. Yeah, and, and you know what? I'm not even... And, and to have people that look like us is dope. Yeah, it's But huge. I love what you said when you said it was other people that like what you do. Mm. Like, even the other, like, social media guys who aren't black, per se, maybe his, maybe just, just white, whatever, it was... They fuck with what we do, yeah. too. Yeah. They they love wrestling. And then some of them came up to us and was like, yo, I like what you guys are doing over there. You're good shit, blah, blah, blah. And they're not black. And, and, and you know, it's it was a beautiful thing to be around people like Janelle was saying that like wrestling. No, yeah, because like we've always said this, like even just growing up, like it's always been that taboo thing or like that thing where you don't really say it's that secretive thing that you have that you love. And it's like it's really dope when you, you have a weekend just dedicated to the one thing everybody's here for, like whether it's you into the deathmatch shit, whether you're into the independent shit, whether you're into the professional wrestling shit, like whatever it is, it's all still wrestling. And I think that was the that was really the beauty in this past weekend was everybody was there for a common goal and a common ground. And there, there were people from all over the world, like Australia. You have people from the UK. You have people from South America. So you just really come together for one thing and. You don't even have to know each other, so I think it's really dope. Are you okay up there? It, it, it was. It was. Are you all right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was. It, it was an experience. Um, the one thing I, I didn't really get to enjoy LA. So yeah. So Friday, um, after I had actually dipped from him because I really because I that the tour thing. So I went on a tour of LA because I was like I've never been to Los Angeles. I was like, Let, if this if this is gonna be my one time to do something, if this is it. So we had did the Hollywood sign. Mm-hmm. Um, we did went to Beverly Hills for their drive, all that. Like we did like a three hour tour of like we went to see the valley, like all that stuff. Like it's it was really dope. Like probably one of the best tours I probably went on. Um, I did the Warner Brothers tour. Yo, that shit looked hard. I ain't gonna hold you. It was I'm mad I didn't get to do that tour. So the reason so by the way, can a nigga get thank you for, for paying for, for giving me fifty <laughs> Listen, resp- <laughs> mind you, I asked you, so what was it, Tuesday or something? Mm-hmm. I before, Because I knew he was leaving Wednesday. I said, Wilkins, are you sure you're going to be able to do the tour? 
He goes, yeah, we're going to go to the, I'm going to do the media scrum thing early. It's early enough. And we go. Okay, cool. Responsible adults. <laughs> I asked. I asked again. I said, yo, are you sure? He said, yeah, I'll be able to make it. The day of that morning, because that while I mean it was that Thursday night, I didn't get back. I didn't fall asleep until, mind you, that was the same night I landed. So I landed literally two hours before the doors opened for LA Mania and then haven't slept. And we didn't fall asleep until like four o'clock LA time. So this nigga calling me at 7 a.m. I get up to go and meet him. So I said, okay, I kept my end of the bargain. I came, I showed up. This nigga here, I said, yo, listen. I'm going to head back now because we got our hotel room. I'm going to put my stuff in. Mm. We're going to get ourselves together. And I said, yo, just meet us in a half hour. Cool. Mind you, so the way the media thing ran is like, it was like, it's just, it was a room, but everybody was just rotating. So like, Bianca hadn't even come around yet. Miz didn't even come around yet. Rhea didn't even come around yet when, when I left. So I said, all right, I know he's trying to get, you know, at least Bianca. So I'm going to let him rock out. However he going to do it. I don't know if he's going to bombard someone's interview to do it, but he's going to figure it out. So it's like 11 o'clock. It's like almost a quarter 11. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, we leaving. I said, come meet us across the street because I'm staying across the street from the um the talent hotel. Um, I'm but that's to us. But I said, all right, here. He didn't come. I said, I gave him the address to the place. I said, here, meet us there. We're like five minutes out. He calls me. He's like, yo, is the worth still going? I said, well, because we already here. How, we not waiting for you. You're not about to fuck up this private tour. So, so in my <laughs> so defense, that's his fault. I had to go see. I had to squash some beef. He did. De- he definitely right. He righted all his wrongs this weekend. I had to squash some beef, starting with Shelton Benjamin. No, no I, I didn't. I told him I'm not gonna, not gonna talk about it. So Fair. no, but so, the but the but the no 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 no. You just said that the people that you squash beef with to show us that yo. As black people come together, no, and it, it doesn't. Need no, to be, yeah. it, it doesn't need to be. I get it, but it doesn't need to be talked about. But I had, well, I had not talking about. I, it. I, had, I had to take care of some some beef issues. Okay, that was one. I had to make sure I talked to Bianca, <laughs> even though I feel like I have low key heat backstage. <laughs> and they but, heat with the office. But 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 they respect me enough that I blocked that she would talk to me because she gave me the look like. I know who you are. What yeah, up, nigga? What up? What up? <laughs> we cool. We cool, but. Oh, I done heard some shit. I heard some shit, but but we I we I <laughs> and she's OD professional, so that was why I was taking so long. Fair, and, fair. And then and then so then I left and I was like, let me go to the superstore. I have your stuff, by the way. Okay, I forgot I forgot it at work. So I have your, your teddy bear and I have your um your cup. Okay. So I had to go. I had to go there, but it was. I just felt there was work I had to get done. For us, no, and that and that's and, fair. But but then I had to make it up to myself because I was like, I worked the entire trip, low key, mm-hmm. and, and then I was like, and then I was like, let me do something for myself. So I did it on Monday. I went. I did the Warner Brothers tour. Mm-hmm. So so they so that's they have hard. so they like they have a lot, mm-hmm. and then you go through the lot, oh, and then you, and, and then you can see yeah, like the different sets, different, different shows. sets that they did, and everything like like I I, I tell everybody this. I knew Friends was huge. I didn't know how huge Friends was, though. Yeah, white people love it. No, no, no. Black people love it, too. Because my my sister, our sister loves that show. She's seen every episode at least twice. So I get to the set, and I was like, yo, 
They had their whole set of the friend show, the coffee shop, the the um the apartment. It was it was a dope. Like I recommend anybody you go to LA. Yeah, no, that... do the Warner Brothers tour. Mm-hmm. Alex had said that to me before before we left New York, and I was like, well, I won't have time because literally once the once the fireworks end of night two, I was heading to the airport, so there was nothing else happening for me. But um, but there was Friday, and then Friday night was SmackDown. Uh, where oh, it was man. the go home for WrestleMania weekend. Conan did the best listen, intro I, Conan, of all it, time. It, listen, if I need an introduction, bro, I need it from you, bro. You, did you watch it? Mm-hmm. So I was watching, and then I, and then like she was in her she she was in she played me though. I got her a ticket, and she didn't use the ticket. I was tired. I'm it's fine. So it's fine. It. It's fine. And we didn't, oh, and you know what? And we didn't even get back until like midway through SmackDown because after the tour, me and Danny had went to Roscoe's. That's what it was. We went to Roscoe's. So I did do What'd that. What'd you get? So I had got a three-piece wings with a waffle and grits because I always judge a place by their grits. So. Grits was good? Grits was not good. It was all right. It had to be seasoned. Um, but after seasoning, it was fine. Did you go to a hood spot, a hood rock? Yeah. Okay. I didn't do the like generic one. Um, the waffle wasn't all that. Like Waffle House waffle is greater than that, hands down for me. Um, but the chicken was good. The but chi- but the real the real ticket of the weekend goes to Fixins in in L A. That that there was a soul food spot right I, by the I, arena. I, so, I, so I ate Fixins. It was okay. What yo? We had that shit right after NXT. Bro, I had the chicken, I had the mac and cheese, I had the collard greens, I had the Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I thought I thought Roscoe's that I went to was better. Ooh. I ain't gonna hold you because so I had the Obama special. I lo- had looked at that too, but I, I, had, had, the, I had the Obama special. It's a real ignorant. It's a real ignorant. <laughs> What's in there? It's just it's just waffles and chicken. It's just waffles and chicken. Um, nah, but that waffle nah, so, wasn't so, hit so, for me. So the, it hit for me. It was hitting for me. Maybe we got different pals when it comes to waffles, but the chicken, chicken yeah, was chicken was good. Chicken was good, bro. Obama, them, huh? What's going on, Obama? Oh, that's just the name of the like. Think so. What I realized was it. So it rhymes with Amy Ruth. Yup, it's exactly. Uh, and and Amy Ruth is better. I absolutely. But think about if you ever been to Amy Ruth and they have the obnoxious names for the for the actual I've meals. Been to Amy oh, really? You ever been to Amy Ruth? No. All the times you go uptown, you ain't never been named Bruce. Because no one tells me these stuff. Oh. Listen, I go to all the hood spots. All the hood I mean, places. Amy Roof is, is in the hood. It's a hood staple. <laughs> well, listen, nobody told me Amy Roof, and now I'm going to Amy Roof now. Okay, thank I'll you. I'll take care of that. I went, on a, I went on a date there. It was actually pretty good. You know what? I'll take Mariah there. Yeah, she'll love it. Amy Roof. Right. She'll appreciate it. But, um... Um, so I did that. I went to Roscoe's after the media scrum. Oh, okay, okay, okay. On the first day. I went with um shout out to Brian H. Waters. Brian H. Waters. Um, you know, those wrestling girls, Queen PR and Krista B. So I went with them on the the set the first day I went I did that. The, so I, went, the, so I did okay. Roscoe's. And then but um what, SmackDown, but, Bobby Smack- Lashley being the newest name on the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yo, when that nigga carried that shit out. I was impressed. I was Yo, like, what is going on? It was here? a shame that he wasn't on the card. It was a shame that, that that and I understand stuff happens, politics and stuff. It was a real shame that he wasn't on that card. 
Yeah. SmackDown, the go-home show was good. Very good. Um, like I said, Conan literally that had the dope. best intro ever. One of the worst one of the worst intros ever, Ric Flair to Muda. Yeah. I don't even know what first of all, they could have definitely got a translator for him. Like but however, Muda's that was the most graceful spit of mist. I've ever, that nigga said, I'm not going to get this shit on my outfit, though. Because he definitely did the... He, it was so funny on TV. But, no, nah, Rick... I feel like they def, that was a last-minute thing. It was like, Rick, well, we know y'all got... You know, y'all know each other from Japan, so... But it, we just it, gonna, but it, it was just like, what? It was all like, about it made It would have made... Oh, Rick was, made it about Rick. It was all about him. I'm listening. I'm just like, yo, am I bugging or is this... I'm like, who's getting inducted? Yeah. He starts talking about the matches he had with J- Japanese wrestlers. I'm just like, this has nothing to do with Muda. <laughs> he pulled out a list. He pulled out a piece of paper. Oh, shit. And then he started talking about the matches, the, the greatest Japanese matches he's ever had. That he's had. That, that, that he, Not had. about who Muda had. No. That, that he had. That he had. That, and Muda was on the list. <laughs> but... It was about him. It really should have been like Nakamura or something. Like it should have been somebody like it should have been Nakamura that that really maybe would have been able to do a little bit more justice to it. But no, the Hall of Fame I think is dope. I think it it did it like it did it justice. I think you know Cece Keebler getting inducted was dope. Um, Tim White, yo, that his brother looked just like him. I was like, oh my Crazy. god, Crazy. Jesus Christ! I was getting I was getting teared up with that one. Yeah. That one was tearing me up because I don't know why what button it hit on me, but I was just like, oh, God. yo. So and it's crazy because I always say one of the best documentaries that like I feel like in wrestling in general was that Andre the Giant documentary on HBO. Like I, if you oh, have never five. watched it, top five, I, I highly recommend watching that. It's one of the best ones, and you know, and Tim, you know, Tim talks about like him being on the road, and and they all talk about like how it was a struggle to like really get him like through life because of his height and his weight and you know drinking all the time and you know suffering and you know, not knowing how to you know cope with it like it's a lot that's why i be feeling bad with, about omos like mm. when you're at, at, after a certain height shit is just obnoxious your, your life is different like yo when they did the tail of the tape thing and his size was like 14 mm-hmm. triple quadruple e i was mm-hmm. like is that a thing yeah like your like, shoe size like it's it's ridiculous. I know, like your bra side. Like you look tall sitting like that, but he looks tall sitting. That's obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. And nothing is like nothing. Nothing is made for you. They came to the Mattel thing I did. Yeah. So oh, um, the Omas did. Omas and MVP came. They were the guest appearances, and that was pretty cool too. Like it's it's crazy how far like action figures mm-hmm. and like these have come because. Mm-hmm. They got the set of the WCW set. Ooh. But it covers like it's mad, it's huge. It covers a table. Oh shit. Like it'll cover a, a whole table. So they crowdfunded. You ever heard what crowdfunding is? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What yeah. So they yeah. so they crowdfunded to get it. So they hit what they needed to hit. So, so, so you get a um one free action figure with it when yeah. you when you when, once you order it. And then if they get even more money from the crowdfund, you get like another action figure, another action figure, depending how how they hit. But it's wild how they do it. So like you'll sit in like a booth and they'll take they take like digital pictures of you and then put it onto the toy, and then they don't car they don't carve all of them by hand. They carve it by by like um like a three D printer yeah. and they'll carve it. Yo, on the Yo, Michael's nephew has the three D printer. It, it's it's crazy. It's the wildest. They they did um his first thing he did was Kirby. Yeah. 
Like it was the wildest. I was like, this, this 3D printing shit is like because people first world like, shit. Um, you make 3D guns. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you can do anything. It's, it's, it's it. the craziest thing. It's and the wildest I, thing. And, and then I just kept asking mad questions because nobody else wanted to talk. <laughs> there was like twenty questions. I asked, I asked like five questions. As you should. And because nobody else wanted to talk, and then so we're doing the tour, and they're showing us like the different. So they have on the tour, they have every like year and what they made that year, and then. I don't know why I asked this question. I was like, hey, that year made double than this year. Why is that? And the guy was like, what? Uh, it was like 1971 and 1972. And I was just like, he's like, uh, uh, bro, really? I don't I should know that, though. I, 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 it was a good, I was like, I don't It was know. a valid question, As but. As a tour guide, you, you should, you, you should kind I, of I, 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 I was just curious of why it made so much money this year and they made that much money the year after. But it was in the, it was millions of dollars. I was like, all right, maybe I'll just shut that. up. It was Tercy on my side while it made my neck hurt from looking up. Yeah, he's mad tall. Oh, he's hella tall. Like, mad tall. But super nice. Uh. Super nice. He Because um, I think MVP had said it. How, no, um, one of the PR guys, really nice PR guy, uh, he handles the talent. His name is Greg. And they were at Wale Mania and people kept asking to take pictures, whatever. And then... And then Greg was like, do you want me to take you to the back or something like so you won't be bothered? He's like, listen, I've been this high my whole life. People want to take pictures. It's part of my job <laughs> at this point. I'll just take pictures. But he did. So fast forward a little bit. So there was like a um, meet and greet type of thing at the bar like with like influencers and like the um, – because you had left already. Mm-hmm. And with like the wrestlers – so I'm talking to Omar. I was like, yo, you had a good match. You had a good match and stuff. He's like, yeah, man. I, so, this, so the IWC is going to shut up now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so he be watching our clips. I send it to him. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, was, I really like this guy. I don't think you understand. Yeah. Like, I'm a... Like, even when we saw him at Wallamania, he was like, oh, I know you guys. And I was just like, hey. You almost have. Hilarious. I'm an homo sapien. Almost, Mark. <laughs> I'm an homo sapien. Almost sapien. But all right, so that was Friday. All right, Saturday morning, NXT stands and deliver. That was good. Honestly, amazing. I was actually more rather surprised that they were like. Was it thousand? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yo, it was packed. For really? an early morning show, that shit was packed. Wow. Like, from the floor to the top. Really? Yeah, it was wild. That was the first thing I told Danny. I said, when we sat in our seats, because I had bought the ticket that morning for $17. <laughs> but uh, when, we was, when we was at breakfast, I bought the ticket. So when we got there, we was on the we was on the row. First of all, I did really good on tickets this weekend. Side note. But we was on the end row. We was one and two. And we was in some, like, VIP entry section. It was wild. But, no, top to bottom, it was, like, mad people was there that morning. It was 10 a.m. start time in L.A., and it was packed. That's but good. That's good. That's good. I, I was upset, though, that the um, Chase U match was on the pre-show. I didn't even know. Had, we had, had I known that, I, I would have arrived at the time I arrived. Um, but it was dope to see Chase U win. Mm-hmm. Um, they opened up the show. With the honestly one of the best women's ladder matches that I've good. I've actually been able to actually see and witness right. like was that good. was so good, and now the new NXT Women's Champion Indy Hartwell well deserved about time, because uh, she was the trip she was the OG in the match so I was really pulling for her. Um, after that, I think they had the guys tag match. It was like a triple threat, and then the guy the other guy from Gallus came back so we saw that. And that was pretty dope. 
Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. Uh, what other matches happened? Oh, the Johnny Gargano, um, Grayson Waller match. That's cool. I like that match. Um, I I really like Grayson Waller, and I still stand by that. Like Grayson really. Put nah, up, nah, Grayson. Great, Grayson's the man. Like he put on all the stops on that one. Um, trying to think what else outside of the the main event. Um, we got new women's NXT tag team champions. Um. I just love the fact that NXT, it, to me, NXT is always quality over quantity. And I really get inspired by that because, like, if you can get six quality matches in, like, two and a half hours, it's worth it. Then you give me ten matches in three hours and it doesn't have quality in it. So. I, I'm really proud that they had a full house. Because when I went to NXT Last in year. Dallas, it wasn't like No, that. it wasn't. It wasn't like that at the all. The whole it was one side that wasn't um like filled at all, like low key. But 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 I think it was their rebuilding phase. Oh. And then um it 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 was really really dope to see that their the brand is growing within their niche. And um it, it, and and I and I and I enjoyed I I enjoyed the fact that you said it was it was Nah, packed. it was it definitely was cuz cuz I watched it when I got Cause I had to do the Mattel thing, so mm-hmm. I watched it when I got back to my hotel. Mm-hmm. And the first match I went to was um, Carmelo's match. He <laughs> started from the bottom. Now we here. Yeah, yeah. But the, as the main event, Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker. Um, so, so much storytelling, but I loved it. Um, and we came out victorious. Trick, trick, <laughs> trick with no shirt on all the time. But um, oh, I tell you. So after his um interview um with Carmelo and we were talking like off camera about but I said, Yo, I just got one question for you. This something on my mind been wanting to ask. I said, Whose idea was it to put you and Trick ass together? Cause this nigga always got no shirt on. Mm-hmm. And then, what whose idea was that? And you know who he said? Ooh. Road Dog. He said it was Road Dog's idea. And after he said that it clicked, I said, Yeah. Because it's 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 very similar how New Age Outlaws kind of vibe where you have the mouthpiece, you have the person that you have the hype man, you know. It 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 Road Dog saw something that nobody else saw because the issue was you know they wanted Trick on TV, they just didn't know how. So he said Road Dog suggested to put the two of them together. You, you know what's interesting? Ooh. If Mello gets calls up to the main roster. And can keep what he's been doing, like people on his T-shirt calling hashtag him, all this other stuff. He will be way over. Oh, he already over. He had people all weekend be like him, him. I'm like, but what? yeah, I'm talking dang, about. Dang, we got to talk about WrestleMania. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, night one or night two? Night. Well, let's start with night one since we were on Saturday. And so. Which one did you like better? You know what? It's wild because both my both my night experiences were very different. They're polar opposites. For me, night two, I felt like just flowed a lot better. Yeah. So where my intention kept throughout the whole night, where I didn't feel like that for night one as much. But I feel like also my location of where I was sitting um, affected that that type of point of view too. Because mm-hmm. night one, I was in the suite, so it was just like it, it felt like a party. So I wasn't really paying attention Who's as much. <laughs> huh? Who's sweet were you in? A Mania Club. Shout out to Mania Club. Shout out to Gary and Ashanti, um, founders of Mania Club. So yeah, I was in the Mania Club suite the first night. 
Um, and it was dope. Uh, but then the second night, me and Danny was sitting like dead center. Um, on the on the other side, like directly, actually on the other side of the suite, we was sitting at. Um, so I was in the crowd that night, and that's why night two for me was a little bit different and a little. But just the pacing of the matches and and how mm-hmm. they flowed and and the positioning of the like Brock and Omos opening night two, it, it made so much sense. Of course, it it was a best decision ever. Um, the only one once again that I felt like it, it, the lackluster was the women's tag match. Which one? On night two. Like, with, all, with um, Natty and all of them? Both of them. Like, it just was, it, it was quiet. No, like, no reaction, no nothing. Like, I felt, I actually felt like night one's women's thing was, would definitely have more investment than night two's, but. I mean, you got Trisha lead, of course. Yeah, now that, Tr- Trisha's a bad bitch. That's a, that's one bad, I listen, when I felt the Trish Stratus fear about to come into play, I said, I gotta get to Los Angeles. Because, you know, as a, as a little girl, you watch wrestling, you know, granted, you don't really see as many, you know, women that look like you, but you do still see women doing it. And, you know, growing up seeing Trish Stratus, you know, I never really visioned actually seeing her wrestle live and in color. So that was really my my goal, you know, for the weekend was to see that. But um, what was your what was your favorite night? Um. Night two was my I enjoyed was my favorite mm-hmm. because of the the first the first and last match. Mm-hmm. They started out hot and they ended hot. Yeah, but in the middle, like the whole meal, night one. Yeah, night one yeah. for me was like meal wise was better. I agree. Um, I I wasn't a huge fan of the Hell in a Cell. I actually thought it was great. It, it was good, but I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, and I didn't get to see it to him because I was trying to like look for Simon Miller. For me, the Helen Cell looking on TV is like yeah. How did it look on TV? No, everything looked great, but the Helen actually looking on TV, they did something that was genius. They put cameras in there. Oh, okay. They put cameras in the cell, so like you didn't look through the game, nothing like that. So it came out looking great. So it looked great, but you don't mess it up. It was the pacing. They ain't cut. They 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 ain't cut the match short because fit bled. Well, yeah, because he got busted open from that ladder shot, that ladder yeah. spot. I was like, oh, and like I thought shit. that how he got busted in his face. Now he got busted right here. No, in the middle of his head. No, I yeah. knew it was the head, um, because of how Edge threw the ladder, and I was like, oh, no. I knew so, the moment he threw it. I said, yep. So that got the match short. That that definitely messed up the pace of the match. But I felt that if that didn't happen, it would have been a better match. But overall, it was good up until that point. Yeah, honestly, because I had what Dallas, what third? That was what thirty two. With Shane and um and Taker and Helen and so that's why I'm like for me and I was there so like to see a second like to be able to compare Helen and so that's why I was like nah this one with Edge and Finn definitely I felt like carried the ball so, carried it a lot better question, than how them. was the audience when Shane got injured? Yo, we were so sad. Like it literally, it was the wildest reaction because and that's the second time WWE has done that to me because I was there Rumble when he came out and everybody was upset but I popped so. Literally, when <laughs> I felt like most people thought Dwayne was gonna pop out when Snoop said what he said, so I was just saying him like I don't. I said I feel like everyone's about to be disappointed because I I know it's not Dwayne, but I did not think it was gonna be Shane motherfucking McMahon. No, that shit was oh, it was like here come yo that shit was hard. Everybody went crazy. It popped, and then um, 
literally when Shane popped on that second rope, I knew it was over. I said, no, <laughs> I knew it was over. But because uh, I don't know how I don't know if they panned the camera away from him. They did. Because they were trying to figure out like if he was like what was really wrong. And then they kind of eventually rolled him out. But shout out to Snoop Dogg for like. But yeah, Snoop fucking called that audible crew. They called that audible all in the ring because all that happened in real time. Someone asked, what was your favorite entrances from night one or two? Um, favorite entrance of night one? Oh, definitely Ray Mysterio. Hands down. Ray and Dom. Really, Ray and Dom for me was yeah, probably one I of agree. the best matches of night one. M- for my me. favorite one. Favorite entrance? Yeah. For night Bianca one. Be- oh, oh well, Bianca. Oh. Bianca Bell was night one, right? Yeah, no, one she two. was two. So, so, so night two. Night all together. Night two for me, Bianca. Solidify herself as a megastar. Yeah, that's the goal. Y'all can't, yeah. y'all can't talk to her no type of way. Y'all can't disrespect this woman no type of way. I said one biggest entrance that disappointed me was John Cena. Yo, I was so upset because I was lying. Of course, you know my ass is CP all the time. So we get to, <laughs> we get to the parking lot and it's like five o'clock. So we're like fuck, and we knew, and I was like fuck. I know Jonathan Cena's on first. So we're literally, me and Danny are literally running to the, like we were running to the suite because we're like, I don't want to miss his entrance. But I, I actually just felt like that whole situation was lackluster. Like I didn't think, like I didn't feel the emotion I felt. Like I felt like the the buildup was better than the actual yeah. match. And that's weird in itself. That's because John was going home, B. But I just, it just was, it was a weird feeling. It, it didn't hit the way I thought it yeah, was going to hit. I felt that Austin Theory, like don't be wrong, it was just like a, your big match, John. No, I think so. I think the match did what it had it had to do for Austin Theory. But it didn't feel like a big match. Like it didn't feel like big match, John. Like what I mean by that is, one night stand, he lost, but he still felt that he put on big match, John. CM Punk, you felt like he still put on big match, John. This match, I felt that it was like a raw match that he was like, I right, whatever, shrug shoulders, nothing for. Well, this. I mean that's why he went on first. Like <laughs> I felt that how that. Yo, like nobody, nobody's talking about that match. No, it, it it's unfortunate because I, what I did like in the middle of the show is that when they did a backstage segment, they did interview Austin Theory, and I thought that was dope that they did that. They did it both nights because they did it with Bianca night two. But guess what? It's not entering though. And I, no, no, no. But I like the fact though we can still get a backstage segment to kind of still extend from what just happened because you got to remember if at a three hour show, if someone's just tuning in, they might have not even saw the first the opening match. So for them in the middle of it to have an in- impromptu interview with Austin Theory and him talk about and him put continue to Loki put himself over. After the match, I, I appreciated that. I mean, I agree in, with you. In, in its value in itself. Um, but in terms of in, really entrances, night two had had the better overall. Um, and they saved all the pyro budget for night two. So, but well, I thought that Eddie and Dominic. But no, the yo Dominic. If Ray listen, and Dominic had the best entrance. Ray could have never denied that child when that nigga came out with that mask. He looked just like his father. I said, "Oh yeah. my god, who who is that?" Because that's not Ray. He taller. But it was so good. It was, such a, it was a really good entrance. It was entrance. so personal. The entrance, the match was one of the best. Like, it just was so good. But, but imagine that feeling, though. Like, I get to have this moment with son, my child, right at WrestleMania. And you, you just got. And um, this is what trans. This is why I be taught. This is that we could. Let me, um, let me um, transition to Cody versus um, um, Brock. Cody versus Roman. Let me talk about that. 
you see how everybody talk about the whole story behind Dom, behind the Dom and Rey Mysterio and stuff like that, how you could go back and feel the emotions, how the whole arena reacted when he won. There was no booze. No booze at all. Dom got an entrance. It was booze. Now, for me, for Cody is the story wasn't good enough for him to win. What I mean by that is when Sammy lost, Roman took the whole air out everywhere and he got booed. When Rome, when like Roman won on Sunday, none of the air came out the arena. How did how was at the bar? People was it was people people was cheering. Yo, like, that next that, actor, like they say hundred hundred is the max. It was seven thirty. Like thirty, like like the thirty percent kind of cheer, but then it kind of went down. They say, like, "Oh, Roman won." Throughout the whole night, everybody was talking about. I I feel like Roman's gonna win, and people was like, "How that Cody won? I wanted to win, but like it wasn't that excitement behind there." So him winning, right? What does it do? Nothing. He has a warrant to get that W at WrestleMania. So you know what's interesting? Um, what people don't put like play on a little bit is how a person looks, and also. The, cause there was something online. People were like, "Yo, this 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 hero arc, I don't like it." Like Batista never had to go through that. Um, other wrestlers and some some other wrestlers that they mentioned didn't have to go through that. But I, but I was like, "Do you see how Batista looks?" And Batista did have a hero arc. Uh, yes and no. It what depends, I mean by that is it like, depends on who's because like, like the point of view. This is where I have to disagree with them. Because you forget it was a story from him being from Evolution. Yeah, but... And him th- being a lackey and stuff like that. Him witnessing all of this to lead up to that. The story was juicy for him to win. Cody, for example, he was out, right? He came back for Seth in the Hell in a Cell, right? Seth beat him up. He came back, won at um, position 30. Even the road up until WrestleMania wasn't threatened because he didn't get beat up. He didn't get jumped. Where was his bloody moment? There was none. But the thing about it, it's typical writing. And I'm like, uh, it, we haven't hit the climax yet. Yeah, because because when you think about it, let's look at Dragon Ball Z. You got to get used to this. Second episode, let's look at the Cell Saga. Yes. You saw how long the Cell Saga was? Come on, son. Come on. Like, Come and, on. And, and it doesn't matter, like, Whatever movie you're looking at or anything of that nature, the hero never wins after the first fight. Very rarely. And if if it, and like if the hero does win, what happened? Another arc for him to face. So it, it and thinking about it, like okay, so the fan in me and and it's interesting because I felt like the way that you said the bar reacted where they was excited, Roman. That when you have eighty, listen, Cody Rhodes had 81,000 people by the chokehold. <laughs> when I tell you from when he came out to when that bell fucking, when that one, two, three pin count, when I tell you that that air in that stadium got sucked the fuck up where everybody was stuck. Like, I'm ne- like even I was just like, what but the did they fuck boo Roman, though? just happened? Yeah. yeah. But did they boo him how they, Sam got booed? Yeah, like, okay, so this is what I'm, so I I I don't know if you felt like that because you was there too, but I felt like the heat that he had was nuclear. Like that was probably the hottest I could have ever imagined them do Roman Reigns. And then the smartest thing happened because the fan of me was upset the entire flight home back to my red eye back to New York, upset like fuck. It's supposed to be Cody, but I get it storyline. I get it. I understand it. The fact like this is talent like. 
we got to give props to Cody. We got to give props to Roman. We got to give props to Brock Lesnar. We got to give even props to Solo. We got to give props to Paul. The idea, the fact that the next night, not even 24 hours later, they can transfer that heat from Roman to Brock in such a strategic way. I was impressed. I, I didn't even think that was, I didn't think that that was possible. The heat that Roman had Sunday night was literally uplifted, uprooted. And Brock Lesnar put that shit on his back and said, I got it. But it, and I and I I'm impressed. But it's needed not, though. But it's but needed. I'm impressed. Though. I understand that. But Brock's not really gonna get booed. He just but, got booed for that night. But he the thing about it, but that nigga double turn. You have to, on, on two different nights. But you have to do that because you have to pull the rug on, uh, on under the person that's watching it Thank because you. everybody expected him to win. Exactly. Because everybody's like, oh, it's in his contract. It's in his contract. Exactly. So this is this is it. And this is why I understand why some rest, some wrestling fans get smart at get get mad at Vince. Or get mad at wrestling in general. Fans are too smart now. Yeah. 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 And there's too much information out. Yeah. yeah. I agree. When it comes to things like we're we're not in ninety nine or ninety eight where like one or two people know about what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Nah, everybody's Every, really, everybody's pretty. All the information is accessible. It's pretty accessible on that. Like a good seventy percent of fans know what's going right, on right, behind right, the right, scenes. Right, right, right. So if you already know that, quote unquote, it's been written in his contract for him to win the title. Yeah, right, right. Why you can give him the title right away? Thank you, thank you. Because and then, and then also he gets the title. Now what? I'll just about to say this. It's the fact that when you watch television shows, right? Matter of fact, I'll give it to um 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 to all the Star Wars heads. Um 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 what was it? It's the second movie, the Francis, second second original trilogy. This is the second movie. They all lost. The Empire won. It was called the Empire Strikes Back. The Empire won. It took everyone down. And what you did, you went to see the next movie to see how Luke Skywalker will get his confidence back, how you get other people. That's how you tell a story. Like, I think, like, one thing I'm trying to realize about wrestling fan is, yo, at the end of the day, yes, yes, it's still a sport, but it's a sport that they could manipulate. How would I get you to invest into next week? That's why I like wrestling fans who know don't mind nothing. They're very few. When I talk to them about my job, I feel like, oh, yeah, like, oh, how, oh, how can Cody recover from this, man? I feel so bad to his, to his pops and everything like that. What he's going to do? You know what they do? They shut the fuck up and watch next week to see what's, see what's going to oh, happen. You watch the next night. But, but, and that was, and I think that was the, you know, I think it was just getting over the initial shock. Cause like literally everywhere I looked, everyone was just like, what the fuck just happened? And I think after getting over that hump and realizing like, the story continues. Thank okay, you. what's next? And Thank then it, it, you left SoFi Stadium or you left wherever, you left Peacock, wherever you were watching. Mm-hmm. You left being more invested than where you came into. Let me ask you guys and a that, question. And I think that that's worth it. Let me ask you guys a question, right? The time that Cody came to WrestleMania, did he have a moment where, like, it made you want to cry? No. Did he have moments cry? where, like, how that, yo, you want to like jump in the screen to, to help him out? No. He had no moments that invoke emotions. But the thing so, is, wait, hold on, no, no. I think Cody just himself is, no, is, but is, I, I, evokes emotion. I, again, I don't think the action. Again, again, that's Cody himself, him as a person. I said events 
that make you want to invest into the story. He had no thing that make you invoke emotions. Sammy, the whole drama at the button line, you felt emotions. There was a moment that niggas cried. When he won on Saturday, it was tearing coming off a lot of people. So I think you now looking at it, I think it could have been a way where it, it, it possibly possibility where Cody might have sacrificed that type of that type of story to get because remember you still had a they had to figure out a way to still keep Cody strong, keep Cody in the in the highlight, keep him in the forefront. You still had to figure out that way at the same time still finish and figure out the right way for Sammy to tell finish his story. But so it it they both were it, they it was happening at the same time. It just was at because of Sammy and how the road of that was going, you were a little bit more invested in that. It doesn't, it doesn't, like I, it's like I said before, all you did was rehash the whole story between, all you did is making it more, put a ball on it. You didn't answer my question. What was the moment that made you want to give you emotions in a, from have Cody going to WrestleMania? When he comes back to WrestleMania, now no moments he gave you emotions. Uh, when, it, uh, but, when he won Rumble, it was but, for me. But, but when it, he won, but, okay, okay, fine. And I was there. Fine, 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 fine. fine. Cody won at Rumble. He didn't I, come at number one. He didn't come at number two. He didn't come at number five. He it doesn't matter. 30. There's no struggle right there's there. Peop- there's people that's lost at 30. There's people that's lost money in the Where's bank. The struggle? There's people that lost. Where's the struggle? But the thing the is, struggle, you can't, wait, 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 wait. The struggle take, was wait, wait. Sunday night. But no, no, no. Take that away was everything. Struggle. I'm talking about the road up hey, into that match. He had no real struggle. But he didn't have matches where like why, how would you how would it look for the for the guy that the two the twenty twenty three Royal Rumble winner to have a struggle? Okay, simple. Why would you come do that? in at number one and two? No, but the thing to is, is build that struggle up. But if you had no struggle going in there, you will keep them strong. The, the, they're building the struggle now. But the thing okay, he's uh, talking about before. That's not the but, point. I'm but, you're but, not listening. No, I, I am. I'm just saying road, to you. I said the role okay. up until WrestleMania, he had no real struggle. But now, the, after that, you creating a struggle. You creating a story. You making evoke emotions. That was the start to his. That was that was his hero arc. He came from the high. This is his valley right now. He gotta climb up there. But the, this is why Brock is a porn. And and like and after that, um, um, and after that, to go back, it's long term booking. If Brock never be Undertaker, he would not be Brock today. Today, he needed that W to then he create um baby faces to get to get to the next level. So, so this is, is why that, this is why, hold on, let me cook. This is why Brock is the point to the story. Because you need that big bad wolf. Because this nigga is a world destroyer. But the thing about it, it's not even that. This is my thing. Cody wins, the fans were going to turn on him. I don't think that. No, I am dead serious. I don't think that. Because the thing about it, they would have said they, he, 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 he didn't deserve it. What nobody's really understanding, because you when you look at it, my brother ha- has a point. When you really look at the, the whole situation, this title would have been if he had won on Sunday night, they would have said they handed him the title because it was in his contract. Because it was in his contract, and he doesn't deserve it. Thank you. They, like that was the best move. Thank you. WWE did of not giving him the title on. April 2nd. And and on top of that, this way, too. At the end of the day, why the fuck will you miss our opportunity to get this man to a thousand days as champion? For what? To cut that shit short? This shit is organic how they did that shit. So, you got to tell the story long term. You got two stories out of it. You get a man that who collapsed a thousand, thousand days and a man that who's hunting for that title. It's not even that. It's the fact there's too much money in it. 
There's too much money in Cody versus Roman. Too much. Because so I'm going to cut it short at WrestleMania where I got money in the bank coming up. I got SummerSlam coming up. I have all these big events potentially coming up. Why cut it short? Like, I get it. Everybody wanted Cody to win. But when you really look at the whole situation, that would have been the biggest mistake. Because first, after a month, he would have... Point blank, the fans would have turned on him. Because the fans don't like him. Uh, he, he, he would have turned. He would have been the Cody from AEW. Thank you. Number two, there's too much money in that, in, in, in that feud. Thank you. Thank you. N- done correctly, this can go into SummerSlam. That, this is easily one that can be stretched out and go into SummerSlam. And I'm going to give you an example of what happens sometimes when the babyface gets it right away. Kofi Kingston, hundred percent. They couldn't have stretched that. No, they couldn't have stretched that. No, he, him winning at Mania was one of the greatest because Mania, he went through the gauntlet. One of the greatest things happened. But the reason why it worked was because they kept denying him. But after that, it fell off a cliff. Let me ask you guys. Let me ask you a question. During the time his run up until WrestleMania, Cody. Did you had a moment where, like, dang, you took a picture of his failure. He got a failure moment, failure picture moment now after WrestleMania. Kofi had numerous ones, B. The only reason why C- Cody worked up to a certain point was the hell in the cell map because he had the injury. And he got and what happened? He got hurt. He got hurt. So now the fans are more invested. Like, yo, damn. But even after that, you looked online, people were still talking shit about him. Cody is not. Cody is 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 is. Is very, is 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 very polarizing. Either you love him or you hate him, and it's so easy to hate this guy. So it's kind of iffy when it comes to him when, when you when you playing the when you playing the game. I understand people wanting him to win. I definitely understand that mm-hmm. part. But at the end of the day, I'm telling you, if he had won by backlash, yeah. Fans would have turned on. Ask you guys a question. Simple questions like this: Did anybody say they felt bad about Cody losing at WrestleMania? Yes. Yeah. A bunch of people. Absolutely. People were mad as hell. I'm telling you. People were mad. Look, the faces of people were. (sighs) I'm answering your question. Go ahead. Go go ahead. I I answered your question. Go ahead. So, but the thing is, I was there with her. The stadium people were pissed, like she said. People were pissed. The entire arena was pissed, but it needed to happen. My thing is, I understand the pissing. I, I, I just think there's a difference between how when Sammy lost and Cody, because you felt it in your gut. You felt that, like, dang, that shit hurt. When Cody lost, it was just like, I hate this booking. No, was, you felt that shit. You felt that shit. That, cause you, you felt that shit. People felt you, it, but you they were invested. It, it was the thing about when you go to Universal. And let's say you, you go to one ride and you're like, yo, this was a dope-ass ride. But then you go the next time and the shit closed. And you're like, well, what the fuck just happened? It, I just was here yesterday. What do you mean? Like, every like people, it, it was the same feeling. It, it, it might not have been the... it. The only difference is where Sammy lost was his hometown. So that is a bit of a different feel than that. But when you have a... I'm telling you, when that man came out from up from that ramp... And the way that he did, when you have 81,000 people singing you out, 
and you have them on a chokehold throughout the entire match. I never said he wasn't hot. No, I'm not saying you didn't or did. I'm I'm just telling you. I'm just saying when you have somebody that everybody was cheering for and he sat and that's what I said, listen, you got to give props to everybody involved because even from probably when it went off 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 air, Cody was still in the ring, still in the middle of the ring by himself. That's one moment he has no, I, to start off his hero journey. To, that's the one moment no, he has. No, but it's 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 what she's saying is that it it's that's the feeling. And people did feel it. Like you can't deny it. people felt it. I'm not saying that no one felt it. You but, know but what? The thing you about know. it, I listen, being there, you felt everybody disappointed. Okay. That disappointment was wild. Okay. But at the same time, it, 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 but here's the thing that people will say. Here people say somebody keep on telling me there is no more story to be told. And that's the problem I have with people saying that. There is plenty of story to be told. We we all know that. I just feel like I just feel like and this, and this is what this is why I noticed is nobody appreciate long term booking. A lot of people they say they do, they do, but it's just like people people do because the bloodline has been really good. If the long term booking is good, people are gonna appreciate it. But again, people are real iffy and choosy because they want to call the win at WrestleMania. But then there's like when he wins, what is it left to tell? But the thing about it. People, you still you still want people to talk about it, and they did because because supposedly that's what they wanted. Like well, they, no, like that's what I'm saying. Like once you get past the immediate shock, because like once again it was a shock. Everybody like was like, "What the fuck just happened?" Once you get past the immediate shock, you realize like, nah, this is probably the best way to go about it because we can we can get a lot more out of it like like when you step like when you're in that moment like when i was in that moment everybody texted me like ah because literally every wrestlemania i've been to fucking roman has won and i'm sick of it <laughs> so like everybody texted me and i'm like I'm, I'm in my feelings i'm like fuck i came out here i wanted to see cody have his moment he didn't but then when you when you when you get through that initial phase and you get through that and you're like okay the next night on raw you're like all right how do how do where do we go next let's just watch and see so what do and you think that, about Vince being being head head of creative? Because you mentioned the next night on Raw. What do you think about that? Didn't mean to cut you off, but no, I think no, no. That, I mean, I, I don't. So that's that's a hard part. It's like I don't, I don't know. Like you have everybody saying this, you have everybody saying that. Like, do I think Vince has a part in certain things? Yes. Do I think like he's head still? I that I, I don't think he's gonna go the day to day. I don't think he's gonna do that. Like, I think the bloodline storyline, I think he definitely has his hands. Like that's Vince McMahon blueprint one one on one. Like that's that's his baby probably. So he probably wants to see that through and that and that's understandable. And even to Brock being involved now, like that it it didn't make sense, but they're gonna make it make sense. They we're gonna see. And I think as you mentioned as wrestling fans, we just have the tendency of not waiting and, and letting shit just play the fuck out. Like I, I was upset, but now now having the possibility of seeing Cody versus Brock Lesnar, I'm like, well, sign me the fuck up. That's like, a backlash, like, bro. That's gonna be a backlash. Sign but, me up. But the thing about it, you see what I'm saying is that how the money can be made more. It's like when you're doing your bookings for Battle Club Pro <laughs> with um uh what's the next show called? Women Crush Wednesday, Wednesday. Women, next WCW Wednesday, next Wednesday. And then the following Friday, Annie Up. Annie sure Up. So, 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 so you got two tickets coming out. Then Jabra Slam. July 29th. July 20th. I already put oh, it out there. Don't forget. Annie Simon up. versus Sir Wilkins Deuces. 
See, see how y'all, see how you play y'all. How <laughs> we back, niggas. How he, I saw that nigga. That nigga came I out saw of, him. That nigga came out of retirement in two point five seconds. You see I that? saw him at WrestleMania, and I said, "What up, nigga?" He said, "What up?" And there's money in that match. <laughs> but anyways, job is slam four. Make sure you there. But um, it's I I just no, it's three. It's three. Oh, it's three. Oh. I'm saying here like four. Like why you put Java Slam four then? <laughs> Who put four? It's three. It's three. Jay is three. It would have been four if if COVID wasn't a thing. Yeah. So, but but anyways, just to go back, just to go back. So, I'm really excited about the Endeavor takeover. Okay. Not with Vince being in charge. I think it's a bet. It's at a better place with Hunter. Regardless, I think. Honestly speaking, I said this before. Vince McMahon, GM of Raw and SmackDown. You get the talent, you put them in. Triple H, coach. You do the day-to-day activities. You take care of things. And I'm really starting to think that Vince McMahon is Jerry Jones. Yeah, absolutely. Vince McMahon is Jerry Jones reincarnated into professional wrestling. Okay. Multi-millionaire. Knows how to come up in the game. Zero fucks. Zero fucks. But can't let go. And and I'll tell you you this. I know people that work, that used to work for WWE. And they've told me Vince is great. But he's outdated. With some things, the way that he maneuvers things. That's the only real issue that people have is that he's still stuck like 20 years ago. Certain you you got it you got to evolve, and I don't think and it's because bro you're like, what is he eighty now? About to be. He's about Late to be 70s. eighty. Like like you're gonna be stuck let in it, your ways. Let it go, bro. Like like he. But the thing about it, I think he'll be a great GM, evaluating talent, bringing talent on, and stuff of that age. And then Triple H runs the show. But how can you get somebody that who's stuck in his old ways? It's not evolving with the times. He he can't be running the show completely. Yeah, he can't and I have, love Vince. Can't have y'all already like know how I feel. Listen, how me and Janelle feel. Y'all know I, I love, love Vince. Some daddy Vince. It's now. it's the pacing of Raw wasn't great. But all I'm saying is this way: carried on is this is the first time in history that Vince has a boss. But the thing about the boss not said WWE takes so care of that. You don't think that how. Hey, I'm giving time from WrestleMania to SummerSlam, right? Nets, Nets, compared, they're getting the same exact time that Triple H has. And let's say Vince runs it, whatever, right? And everything starts to go down money-wise. You don't think that they're going to step in after a while? Say, yo, what the fuck y'all doing? How come, like, before you came back into Power Creative, everything was booming, and now you come back in there, we're losing money. We're not making the same exact money as before. Vince has a boss now. He never had a boss before. And this is and this and, and this is what people fail to realize. This is a, and I said this before, and everybody just said, whatever. WrestleMania was the last WWE run WrestleMania. Right? And I predicted that and I said that. It is, it is, it is. It's it is. Okay. It's owned by no, so hold on, so hold on. But, but before before you continue, what is your pushback on that? I just I don't I just don't I don't know. Like, I don't, like, with Triple H opening Raw, the way that he did, saying WWE's not going anywhere, and just kind of that, that little smidge of reassurance. Like, I don't, 
I I think the merge is definitely I I think it's a great business thing. I think it's it, I think it puts more eyes on the product. I think it gives them a different platform. I think it opens the door for different things to happen. I think it gives it gives wrestling another level of credibility. I I think a lot of positive can come from a merge. You believe in Triple H? I just I just think that I don't know. We just got to kind of wait and see. But, I don't know. But that doesn't change the fact that it's not on my WWE no more. But it, 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 like, it, on the stock market, they don't have his... It change up everything. No, but you the thing... No, nothing. no. But, like, but, but the wait, thing, wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hard. Like, she didn't give me pushback because I said, this is a, this is the first time WWE is not run by WWE. And after she said, uh... What's the pushback? You didn't say nothing. I'm waiting for the pushback. There's none. Go ahead. But 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 the thing about it, it is run by WWE, but it's not owned by WWE. It, you're missing the point. What I, I, I said. I, I understand that you're saying that it's not owned by WWE, but it's still run by WWE. I never said that won't be run by WWE. It's it's not. It's yes, it's not owned. But at the end of the day. It's still a WWE probably because they said even if, even if they maybe that might change, that we're not touching that. Which is the smartest, smartest thing, thing to do. I've heard That's because most people, eighty percent of people, don't understand professional wrestling. That's going you, you. You literally are not. You. I feel like I feel like how y'all just just saying whatever today because you're not listening to what I'm saying. Y'all keep on saying or day you, by day. Okay. That's not my point. My point was it's not owned by Vince no more. It's not owned by the McMahon's no more. It's owned by another company. That's my point. It's co-owned. First of all, it's co-owned because they own fifty-one percent. Vince owes this forty-nine percent. Whatever. So it's co-owned. So now what you're saying is that the branding purposes is that Endeavor is, Endeavor is part of the is part of it. Yes, you are right. You are right. It's not particularly owned by by WWE hundred percent. Then let me but get at, the ball back. But but at the end. But let me finish. But at the end of the day. It is still run by WWE. It is 49%. They own 51%. What Endeavor's probably going to do is blow WWE to another place. Because what they did for UFC these past seven years, UFC, seven years ago, UFC was cool. Like, it was dope. Now, UFC is hot. It is a hot product. That was never my point. So what is the point? That was never my point. What is the point? Go ahead. Go ahead. You want to run the offense? Take the ball. What is? What was your point? So, okay. With Endeavor, with Endeavor being there, it's a great thing to have right now. And the fact that, but it's still like a little iffy because you're like, yo. Because you talked about Triple H coming in and was like, yo, hey, um, things ain't going nowhere. This is the same man that sat with Triple H. It was Triple H. Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, and Stephanie McMahon, and was like, things are going to get better story-wise. Shit didn't get better for like a year. Y'all all remember that. These two, these two people sat, sat, stood in that ring. They both were like, yo, my bad. It, it was like, you're in, a, you're in a relationship, right? This shit is toxic. Yeah. And then Shorty comes to you was like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be better. We all were in our living rooms or in that arena, and we got gaslighted by the McMahons and Helmsleys. But you have to understand, that's the first time they ever did that, though. I do not care. So, but understanding that if they never did that before, they did something new, you got to give them benefit out. And we did, and it made us look stupid. 
Because they gaslighted us. Wrestling is a very abusive relationship. Oh, I, trust but issues. What ass if, like, but what if like it was the Obama effect? Where like how they did start changing, but Vince had a final say. How can you change when the old guard's still there? How can you how, how you do something different when the old man saying that no, 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 I like stuff this way, this way, this way. I understand that. But Vince said it too. This is the same man that looked at Bret Hart and said that I'm not gonna screw you over. We get gaslighted. Vince McMahon, I love him. I love, no, I fucking love Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Someone said that but he treats me like shit. He Joe Biden us. You mean that he is government and us? The government lies to us all the time. He is, we're in an abusive relationship with WWE. Listen, she was at WrestleMania. She felt the type of way about Cody because they made us believe Cody was going to win. It's not the point. I understand, but that's toxic. That's not toxic. Yes, it is gaslighting. No, 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 they pulled the rug up on from under they us. They said, nah, fuck all that. We all should be in wrestling therapy. Really? I need a Y'all break. Y'all too need to be wrestling therapy, not me. Because I separate the shit. I need a break. So It's it, it's toxic. The people in wrestling are toxic. Yeah. Remind me of church. Say that louder. The um the fans are toxic. Yeah. The storylines be toxic. Yeah, yeah, problematic. The moves that you take in the ring be hurt be hurting. I know. Speaking of hurting, please, everyone, keep Dante Martin in your prayers and speedy recovery. Thank you. But all I'm saying is this. It's the end of anything. All I'm saying is this. Cody winning does not look sexy compared to Roman having a thousand-day reign. Yeah, I'm, mm. I'm with him on that one. Yeah, I can that. that. Okay, okay, fine. Yeah, How you going to do investors? It's all right. Yeah, he won. Oh, uh, uh, which one? Which one? Fine. Which one sounds more sexier? I won. I won from my daddy. Or I dominate not, everybody for hundred of the thousand plus days. That's how you presented it. Like I don't think he was winning it for his daddy. Like he's winning it for himself. Like he's, he story. says it. And someone said it on all right too. Oh, I oh he says every week I don't want to be t- I don't want to talk about my daddy. So but how are y'all gonna say and say? Oh, I got to because oh, I'm like, winning my it for my daddy because my he, family. Because my he family. He says every week I don't want to like stop talking about my dad. But what happened? I gotta win this to bring gold to the um to the roads because nobody in my family wanted before. Which one sounds better? This man that how that, hey, you know what? Hey, I left this company, I came back, got my rep up and came back, and now one title that escaped our family, WD Championship. Or Roman, I be cancer. <laughs> I be cancer no. when the brand was dying. I put the brand on my Bro. back. I put my my um That's a bit of- I put my cousins on. I put the white man on to work for me. I give him money in his pocket. I put like a um, a Muslim on my team at one point that betrayed me. And then what happened to him? The Muslim brother got his own shot at WrestleMania, main event at WrestleMania night one. And on top of that, I went across the seas and 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 first time ever had a stadium against me. You know why to me Roman's better than John Cena? Because John Cena lost the big match. He lost that one night stand. He lost at Chicago. You feel me? He lost against The Rock. Roman, 
He got his lick back though from Rock. Doesn't matter. He lost the first time nah, around. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because nobody, nobody, like, like, only why people talk about that second match because they lied to us. Overall, Roman came and smashed people. So Cody winning, what does it do for what? What does it do for a new company that you just bought? Roman with family like this, family. But where's Cody family? Oh, he has little, um, he has little baby girl. Nah. We have legacy behind you. We have legacy of champions. And this man been a champion for how many years? And come on, B. And Roman is a person of color. Come on, B. Come on. He is a person of color. Come on. Come on. And you try to divide um, that true diversity by a woman, um, a person of color as a champion? Come on. But you also got to understand, you got to acknowledge your tribal chief. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I put the ones up, He B. smashed everybody. But the thing about it, you forget days. the biggest thing. Tag team wrestling main event at night one. For the title. Thank you, Roman. Because of Sam, Roman. Sami Zayn's the first Muslim to main event WrestleMania. Do, Thank you. You know Ro- what he wanted, Pete? Hold on, Ramadan. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. The Uso is a, a Hall of Fame level now. Thank, Thank you, Roman. Roman. Mm. Jay Uso is AKA main event Jay Ooh, Uso. Thank, thank you, you Roman. Roman. Come on. Solo. Ooh, up and coming in all the big matches. Thank, <laughs> thank you, you Roman. Roman. Paul Heyman. Yo, he was flat after Paul, I mean, Brock Lesnar. There's was, was busting what you could do with Brock Lesnar, but he gave a new life. Thank, thank you, you, Roman. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Roman. Cause, cause Come on. He, like, listen, you got to acknowledge the tribal chief for, for taking care and being the head of that. Because the, the, the head of that table. The table's full with food. Everybody eating. Puerto Rico. Come on. So Come on. Puerto Rico, B. Come on. We go to Puerto Rico. All the ones up. Yo, all listen. the ones up. <laughs> listen, if we get me Nick or Dennis, all three of us go to Puerto Rico. That's a Come cheap on, trip. Dude. That's a cheap Come trip, on, B. Thank you, Roman. That's a cheap trip, B. Come on. Thank we you, Roman. We're going to stay at a hotel together. Yes. Thank we you, all going to be there. Highest gate ever for WrestleMania. Thank, Thank, Thank you, Roman. Roman. Come on. Come on, dog. Yo, Janelle. That's <laughs> Come on. Put the ones up, Janelle. He talk trash during matches. You know, he sells. Yo, he like, yo, he busts out mad different moves at different times. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. The bus driver that was driving around. Thank, Thank you, you, Roman. Come on. Come on. Put your, put the ones Households up. Households are eating because of Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, B. Well, on that note, <laughs> we're going to wrap up. Um. Thank you guys for joining us on and thank you Roman Reigns live. Thank you Roman Reigns. Thank you to those that are on the live feed. Um, that join us oh, and also thank you Roman for um for commenting in the middle of the day. We appreciate you. We love your support. Can't thank you guys enough. Um, we'll be back at Legends for Backlash. Um, May six. Um, sorry. When is, when is um All Elite? Um, it's all out. All out is the same. It's, it's Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, got the um, for that too. Thank you, Roman. Until next time, guys. I'm Janelle from HR. You're working on Mr. Black. Hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag We Are Out. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you. Thank you.